every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. We're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans show on Instagram and also on threads. And, of course, the podcast of this program can be found everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base, we're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans show. 
and you'll find that pretty easily. All right. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I have the guest list for you tomorrow. This Thursday at 1 o'clock, live broadcast on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube channel. And then, of course, here come the rebroadcasts. As I say it every single day, set your DVR and you'll never miss the program. 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, 9, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television statewide, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the news. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAnsher.com. Always on our social media platforms. And always on the WLAE TV YouTube channel. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Yes, even during the Mardi Gras season, they're there for you. After our service with, again, a Burkhardt employee answering the phone, dispatching one of those 15 trucks of the field out to your home or business to take care of you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's a heating system, air conditioning system, whether your generator needs work, whether, again, you need electrical work. Maybe you're looking for a new generator or a new air conditioning heating system. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Industrial, residential, commercial, they do it all. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company I've trusted for decades. You can as well. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, today on the program, got a great show for you. Ron Higgins is going to join us uh, again from the Shreveport Journal, uh, Barbosier Journal. We'll talk some LSU with him. Also, again, he's getting inducted uh, into the uh, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that. Uh, John Hendricks will join us from Saints News. Um, that'll happen at 5.15. Ron Higgins, by the way, 4.35, pardon me. Uh, 15, 4, 5, 5.15 for uh, John Hendricks. We'll talk Saints with him. Doug Marone was fired over the weekend, the offensive line coach. Uh, of course, we know, um, again, the Saints have made a move, at least, again, supposed to have, again, their um, uh, their new offensive coordinator in, in place. Uh, so, again, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that. Uh, uh, again, with Clint, Clint Kubiak uh, uh, supposed to be coming over. And, look, there's a reason why all this stuff got done as far as, again, the announcement, right? Saints didn't want to be in a situation where, Again, other teams are adding their offensive coordinators before the Super Bowl, right? You got to do that before the Super Bowl because, again, the NFL does not want the Super Bowl, again, tainted in any way by what any other team's doing. Uh, they want the total focus on what's going on in Las Vegas this week. They don't want to hear about head coaches being fired or hired, assistants, offensive coordinators, etc. That's why you saw a lot of teams getting that done before the teams landed in Vegas this week. Uh, so, again, we'll see. Well, again, we're, but again, Clint, Clint Kubiak expected to be uh, the next offensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints, and now there are a few openings on that staff. Be interesting to see if Capella's going to be bringing some – I'm sorry, Capella. If, uh, if Kubiak's going to be bringing some uh, uh, guys over, for, again, for, with him from San Francisco or previous stops. So we'll talk about that with John Hendricks. And Larry Holder will talk to us about the Super Bowl. That's right, that's Sunday. So we'll get into that with him from the Athletic at 535 this afternoon. Uh, I wanted to shift gears a little bit here and, and talk about what happened over the weekend here in New Orleans before I get into the Pelicans and a little bit more into the Saints. Because there's absolutely no excuse for the type of flooding we saw at Orleans Parish on Saturday. Look, I, I know Jefferson had, had had flooding. And look, this was a few weeks ago, right before I left for, for Chicago. Yes, we had, a, we had an old water main uh, uh, pipe that was coming out of the uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the place on uh, on. Um, uh, Jefferson Highway, the, the waterworks uh, the division on on Jefferson Highway, which again led to a bore water advisory. That pipe again was was uh, was ancient, uh, much like you know, some of the ones we see here in the city of New Orleans. And look, there were other areas that had flooding, but again, but not the type of flooding that we saw in New Orleans. Okay, 
we had rain totals in the five and six inch inch mark. I know that. And in some areas, again, uh, again, maybe less, some more. But for turbine turbine number four to go to be down once again is inexcusable. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm tired of the excuses. That's why I moved. Okay, I had no. Let me tell you something. After Katrina, uh, we spent uh, a little while in, in, in my in my uncle's apartment complex trying to figure out again the direction we were going to go, and I and I truly wanted to move back to Orleans Parish. Uh, I grew up in Orleans Parish. I love New Orleans. The one thing I wanted to do was be part of again the recovery and the rebuild of this city. I did it on my radio show, and and I, and, I, and I wanted to again do that physically by being in the in in the parish of Orleans. So I made that move. Okay. But I saw the direction of this city, and it's the reason why I got out. Billions of dollars of infrastructure dollars that have flowed into the city, okay, uh, and, and to the sewage and water board since Katrina. That, that, I want you to put this in perspective here. That's almost 19 years ago. 19 years ago. Almost two decades. Almost a generation, right? We're still treading water. Literally still treading water. In other parishes, the water ponds on the street. And, and recedes when the pumping and draining system drainage system works. In Orleans, we get excuses. Excuses like what we saw from the sewage and water board. You know, the executive director, Corbin, came up with this weekend. That the gutter buddies, you know the gutter buddies that, that, that now go over the gutters, okay, uh, to stop the beads and the Mardi Gras throws from getting in the storm drains, that somehow that contributed to the flooding. Well, really? Let me just say this. Here's a thought. Everyone expected rain, okay, and, and the type of rain we saw. The, the, everybody knew we were getting a deluge on Saturday. Here's my thought. When the city work crews were following the parades that, that morning that had to be moved up, okay, to clean up, why weren't there again city crews removing the gutter buddies before the rain? I don't know. That's just like common sense. Common sense, Okay. But I will ask this question. How did the gutter buddies affect Treme? How did they affect Lakeview? How did they affect areas outside the St. Charles Parade route? I mean, give me a break. I am so tired of the excuses, okay, that have come out of Arlene's Parish, okay? Look, again, I lived with the ineptitude of Nig and, and Landrew and, 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 of course, got out when that amateur Cantrell took over, Right? These are, again, the same excuses we hear all the time. The same excuses we've heard for the last almost 20 years. Okay? They're all the same. And the reason why, the band-aiding of the city's infrastructure repairs. I said it for the last, I said it for almost 15 years on this radio show, post-Katrina. Okay? I was the mover and shaker on this. I was the one that continued to pound this on my radio show every single day, okay? I said it in my social media feeds. Not replacing the underground infrastructure was akin to putting lipstick on a pig. In a few years, we're going to see the collapsing of those repairs, and we have, and we have. I would love to know how many infrastructure projects have been completed since Katrina that had to be redone because of shoddy workmanship, or repairing a small section, okay, and not replacing the underground system, which in some cases date back to the 1900s, okay? The 1900s, early 1900s, like 1900, 1901. I predicted this. I predicted that Landrieu and now Cantrell would waste the federal dollars, 
And now again, almost two decades post-Katrina, we're still seeing issues. Like again, the sewage and water board power generation system, which is still not replaced. Okay? Both the water and drainage systems continue to fail. Anytime they're tested, they fail. I mean, it's frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. We are one of the few major American cities that can't keep the streetlights on. They can't keep the traffic signals working. They can't light up an interstate. It's frustrating, ladies and gentlemen, especially when you travel to other cities. And I'm doing that. I mean, I'm in Chicago. It's night and day. I'm in Nashville. It's night and day to what we're seeing here. Okay? Those that get the opportunity to travel to other cities see it. They see the difference. And then you wonder why our kids are leaving? I mean, mine are in Houston, Nashville, and Chicago. And they're not coming back. Why would they? The opportunities, the way government is run, the infrastructure, the quality of life. My gosh. Under Nagin, Landry, and Cantrell, we can't, the, the city of New Orleans can't even handle the basic quality of life issues. Not to mention, again, the deterioration of the New Orleans Police Department. The lawlessness in this city. But I digress. I digress. I'm not going to get down. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Not going down that rabbit hole. We're in Mardi Gras season. You know, that's how we pay the bills around here now, okay? Okay? We because of the mass exodus of business and the brain drain that we've seen in, in our city and our state. So, again, we got the first Saturday of Mardi Gras, and the city once again failed. This in this case failed to dewater the city. And I just want to say this right now. Imagine if this was next year this time. Okay? And the city flooded during the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. Okay? Especially after the last Super Bowl we hosted in 2013 where the lights went out in the dome. Okay? You, with, you think the NFL's coming back? You think they put the big game here? You think, again, where, again, right now the Sugar Bowl is in a tenuous situation in terms of, again, are they going to be part of the college football playoffs? You think, again, the NCAA is going to send their big game down here when, again, there are other stadiums that, are, that are, again, that are newer? There are other, other cities that, again, that, that have the quality of life and the infrastructure that they don't have to worry about the lights going out or, again, the streets flooding. It's frustrating. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to those of us that love this city, to those of us that have lived here our entire lives and are still around. I mean, the lack of leadership from Nagin to Landro, now Cantrell, the continued waste of Katrina infrastructure recovery funds have severed the lifeline, okay, that the city had. That lifeline to be able to rebuild this ancient crumbling infrastructure. And now, as I predicted on this program daily, Okay, pouring my heart and soul into this. That again, who's going to pay for it? The citizens and business owners who have stayed. Okay, they're having to deal with the cost of the byproduct of ineptness of city government and the lack of, again, quality elected officials that know what they're doing, that have a plan to move the city forward. No. Can can, Honestly, can anyone say that the city of New Orleans is a better place to live or own a business on February the 5th, 2024 than they were on August the 27th, 2005. And I will say, come on, man. I'll put you on a lie detector test, okay? All right? I want a truth serum in you, all right? If you're going to tell me, oh, yeah, we're better off. Really? Really? 
The sad thing is we had the funding. We had the entire world willing to help the city of New Orleans recover, and we blew it. We absolutely blew it. What happened on Saturday? What happens again with every time this city fails in terms of, again, taking care of the infrastructure? is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And the excuses that come out of the sewage and water board, the silence that's coming out of, again, the Cantrell's office, at this point, is beyond frustrating. Beyond. Beyond frustrating. Beyond. This is supposed to be a big weekend this past weekend. First weekend of Mardi Gras. And again, the city's once again embarrassed. Can't dewater the city. It's bad enough people walk around this city and see the crumbling infrastructure. Oh, poor New Orleans. No, we're not poor New Orleans. We're poorly run New Orleans. And that's the problem. It's been the problem now here for decades. And again, the situation has only been made worse by, again, Katrina. And then the lack of leadership that, that would, again, that would utilize the funding that we had to rebuild this city to do it right. Still, half the Katrina money sitting in city bank accounts not being utilized. Almost 20 years later. That's, that is sickening. And that's a disservice to each and every person that, again, has, has put their hard-earned work, money, put, put, put their money into, 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 again, their homes, their businesses, and, again, just decided to stick it out. I'm sorry, I didn't, but decided to stick it out. But I'll say it again. And I'll continue to say it as long as I have a microphone in front of me. As the city of New Orleans goes, the rest of the state goes. So, again, when everybody wants to turn their back and say, oh, that's New Orleans' problem. No, it's all of our problem. Because the lack of leadership in that town affects each and every one of us that lives in this state. And the, the quicker we figure it out, the better off we'll be. Frustrating, man. Just frustrating. And emba- another embarrassing moment for the city of New Orleans this weekend. Oh, it was a natural. No, no. I get it. A lot of rain. Quit giving me the excuses. And there's no excuse for Turbine 4 to be down. Okay? We, we are a city below sea level. We have to pump the water out. Figure it out! It's frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. All right. Let's shift gears. I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Ash. We'll be right back after these messages. I, I need a few minutes. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus a voice for you to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good afternoon, westbound I-10, LA-49. Three lanes are blocked because of mud. Uh, The right and two center lanes are blocked on I-10 West at Williams Boulevard due to mud that spilled into the roadway there. Uh, Westbound I-10 from downtown to Kenner is almost an hour and a half right now. Seeing an accident eastbound I-10 at Downman. Slow traffic from Allen Master at this time. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. 
Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Your floors can go from clean to dirty fast. Good thing your Swiffer WetJet works fast, too. Regular mopping can take up too much time. Ditch the dirt and dust with the Swiffer WetJet. The Swiffer WetJet is the fast and easy way to keep your floors clean. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Ron Higgins coming up at 435. John Hendricks at 515. Larry Holder at 535. Pelicans beat the Rockets and the Spurs going 2-2 two two on that uh, last road trip. Now, I got some are excited about the wins. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> uh I'm not. The Rockets have 23 wins. The Spurs have 10. Took a late late Zion uh, Williamson layup to, to beat the Spurs. Okay, they they toyed with the Spurs the entire the entire game. Um, look, this team was playing really good basketball really to the last part of January. They went eight and seven in January. They lost third three in a row, uh, and then they got the wins against Houston and San Antonio. Now the trading deadline is Thursday. And let me say this right now: I'm not advocating for a blockbuster deal. Okay, but I do think that if this team stays healthy and isn't a top-four seed, that Griff has to make some significant changes in the offseason. I mean, you just can't be a team that beats up on bad teams and then you lose to the better teams in the league. I mean, that's not taking the next step. You know, I'm trying to be patient here with the Pels because, again, they have been so injured the last few years that, again, these guys have not had an opportunity to play together a lot. 
And we're seeing a lot of the young players really start to be able to kind of, you know, kind of come into their own, you know, kind of learning the game on the fly here. So, again, still a, 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 a young roster, so to speak, right? Um, but, again, you can't be in, in, in a situation where uh, you're losing games in the last five minutes, that you're, again, some, one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to clutch time, uh, that you're in a situation where you're still trying to figure out you know, uh, what type of offense you're going to play. Are you going to play point forward with, with Zion and B.I., especially, again, down the stretch? Are you, going to, are you going to go with a legitimate point guard? Do you have a legitimate point guard left on, on, this, on this roster? I mean, it's a, it's, it's a question. And are you still tinkering now as, again, as we get into the All-Star break? Because, you know, after the All-Star break is over, the real teams emerge, okay? That's when they start playing their good basketball, when they're getting ready for the playoffs and, and, a, and a chance at a run for a championship. So, again, I'm not sure what Griff's going to do. Um, I would say any trade of Valanchunas, that, that's not an upgrade, is a mistake. I get it. He's in his 30s. But, again, he is a double-double machine. Uh, maybe draft a young center behind him that can help him down the line here. Okay? Um, and maybe sign him to, a, a, a again, a, a contract that is – Cap friendly. You did it the last time. I mean, again, uh, Najee the same thing. Najee's a spark plug for this team. He's, again, uh, I, I get it. Don't just give it for draft picks, okay, to get under the, uh, under the luxury tax. I mean, again, that doesn't make sense to me. I, I got the Kyra Lewis situation. I understand why they did it. But, again, Najee is, is part of this rotation. Now, again, Alvarado came in, played really well against the Spurs. Where's he been? Okay, where's he been? I get it. He was injured. Should be on the floor. The guy, anytime the guy comes on the on the floor, much like Najee, something happens. So, again, if we don't see a significant upgrade when, when it comes to the trading deadline, and, and you're just doing salary dumps because again of Valanciunas and, and Najee, because maybe you won't be able to re-sign them, and you're trying to be able to get get into the playoffs and, and again win a series or two, I think it'd be a mistake. And, again, right now, at least a lot of the, the talking heads out there are saying they don't believe there's going to be any blockbuster deals done by Thursday. Maybe that will be the case. Maybe it won't. But I think, again, this is still a work in progress. But they're healthy. And, they, and at this point, again, they should be closing out the better teams, and they're not. Now, I love the way they're playing. I've said this before. When they're at the, the, the top of the game, again, with the sharing of the basketball, Again, you know, getting the ball inside, on, uh, touching the paint, um, using their defense to create offense and, again, to, up, uh, to, to, uh, to get that pace up. Uh, I, I love the unselfishness. I, I love the fact that, again, this team is playing together. I like the fact the locker room is together. But they got to mature as a team. they got to take the next step. And the next step is going to be after the All-Star game. And I, and I hope, that again, that they take the snub that they got especially from their big three that none of those guys made the all-star team on the West. And I hope they utilize that as fuel in the last part of this season to try to make a run here. And I'm not saying that, again, anyone on that, on that roster should have been replaced because, let's face it, the Pels have been up and down, the, the, like, like the stock market, up and down constantly this season. But the big three are healthy. And you do have the contributors, again, these young players that, that, that are kind of coming into their own, like Trey Murphy. We've seen Hawkins, again, grow. Uh, we've seen Dyson Daniels grow. You know, again, you, you, you've got some stability with guys like Larry Nance, who are leaders on this team. 
Uh, you know, again, Herb Jones, what he's done as the glue guy on this team. I mean, go on and on. But they got to take the next step as a, as, a, as, a, as a team and as a franchise. And if they don't, again, just the way the NBA is, it's like the NFL. You don't get four, four, three to five years to be able to kind of get it right. You know, we even got it right within two or two seasons or so. In a lot of cases, you're dismantling. Now, again, some teams, like the Warriors and others, have, um, you know, have been patient. And, 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 again, that patience has paid off. But they also drafted very well. Pelicans given away a lot of second-round picks to get, to get out of bad deals. Uh, we don't know how that, how, that, how that Milwaukee pick and that Los Angeles pick is going to look. Because let's face it, the Lakers are always going to play above the luxury tax. They're always going to go out and they're going to try to buy a championship. Milwaukee's in a small market, but they seem to be poised as, uh, you know, as, as long as they, uh, as, as they got the Greek freak, that they're going to try to continue to be able to try to win, as you should. So we'll see again, again what those picks look like uh, this year, next year, and the years to come. And again, if those deals ultimately were, were, were really good deals, and what, what Griff was able to make out those deals. But this is a defining last part of the season for, the, for this roster, for this group, especially if they stay healthy. How far can they go, and are they going to continue to progress? And is Griff going to make a deal at the trading deadline to upgrade this roster? And if he is, is it a, is a true upgrade of the roster, or is it a salary dump to stay on the luxury tax threshold? Because I'll say it again. In today's NBA, and especially Mrs. Benson, and I'm t- not telling her how to spend her money, but, yes, I'm telling how to spend our money. At some point, you cannot continue to be, again, the, 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 the franchise that takes the tax money and banks it. At some point, you've got to be able to be a taxpayer and go for a championship, even as a small market team. Look, Oklahoma City, and I'll say it, Houston, two very young teams that have drafted well over the last few years. Uh, Oklahoma City is be- has a better record than the Pels, and, and Houston's not far behind. Something's got to give here. Something's got to give. All right. Before we go to our guests, want to make sure everybody remembers my good friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, if uh, you have not had an insurance checkup, now's the time to, ma- to get that checkup to make sure you've got a significant coverage. Again, hurricane season's not that far away, uh, but especially, again, with the uh, rising cost of insurance. You want to make sure you got an insurance company that's got your back. An insurance agent that can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance. That's right. Not, not tied to any one insurance company. Looking for the, for the best for their customers. They've been doing this since 1958 over DBN Insurance. Auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies serving the entire metropolitan area. That's East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes where the uh, company was born. If you're looking... For an insurance agent that's got your back, that will do everything in their power to get you the best policy for the best price, and will be there for you when you have when you have a claim, it's Dave Miet Insurance. 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. All right, joining us on the program now is uh, Ron Higgins, uh, again, of uh, the Shreveport Bossier Journal. And, of course, uh, a big congratulations to Ron, who is being inducted into Louisiana's uh, uh, Sports Hall of Fame uh, this June, going in and, uh, as, a, as a journalist. Ron, welcome to the show, and congratulations, my friend. Well, I really appreciate it. I'm still kind of in shock over it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, when he called me, I just really couldn't believe it. I probably still won't until I'm actually inducted. So thank, thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, it's well deserved, Ron. Again, uh, look, that's that is a that is a when you look at that honor that's bestowed on anybody in our business, 
Again, it says a lot about what you've been able to do in your career. And again, look, the Sports Hall of Fame up in Natchitoches uh, has, has turned into a really, uh, uh, not just a great spectacle for those to be able to visit, but again, it, it's a great honor as well. And, and look, congratulations. And as I said before, look, I've been reading you for a long time. Absolutely well-deserved. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. Ron, uh, let's talk a little bit about LSU. And, and first of all, we haven't talked in a while, so I want to ask you about the changes that have been made on, on the staff, especially on the defensive side of the ball for the LSU Tigers. Your thoughts? I thought Brian Kelly hit a home run. <laughs> Just, I think, uh, first of all, uh, credit, really credit LSU. I mean, and 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 for, I mean, and the, for coming up with the money to go after the people they wanted. Uh, and you know, that, that's uh, when you can just go out and get yourself, you know, Blake Baker as your defensive coordinator, and then, uh, you know, get Bo Davis away from Texas, uh, Kevin Peoples, who came from Missouri, to Blake Baker, uh, Corey Raymond coming back. Uh, it's just, uh, they, you know, it, you know, a lot of people wondered if the Ron Kelly was going to pull the trigger on, you know, on you know, changing defensive coordinators. Uh, it, Ron Kelly is a guy who I, I don't think he's ever fired by during the year. Rarely during the year, he's the kind of a guy who lets it plays out and uh, and then makes the change. And then it, that's what he did. I mean, and he went all out. And he, he, that cleaned the house on the defensive side of the ball, and then added Austin Thomas back as the general manager in football, which was a great get. He, well, LSU had a good recruiting year uh, as far as the players and athletes. They had a, probably a, as good a one in, in getting coaches. No, I, I would agree. I, and look, I, I like the moves he's made. I like again, I like what he's done on the offensive side of the ball uh, as well. And, and yeah. you know, now, you know. Uh, you look at that 2025 class, which looks to be, again, uh, an incredible class if they can hold on to it. You'd be interested to see what they do in the transfer portal in, 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 uh, after spring to upgrade this roster. What do you think the areas they need to upgrade? Uh, probably I still I – mean, I'm always – I always look at defense probably. I mean, I probably still look at – you know, the same thing they needed last year. Probably they need more defensive linemen. So they lost they lost key people who went to the NFL uh, early, and uh, probably defensive line. I'd say, man, and, and again, defensive backs. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, I don't see, I don't see anything they really need. I mean, they go too deep on the offensive line. I mean, right? They got a ton of running backs. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of waiting to get carries. Uh, their wide receivers are going to be deep again. Let's see who steps mm-hmm. up is a number one guy. But man, I mean, it, it, again, I think it's uh, you, you're trying to build some defensive line and defensive line depth, and I think that side of the ball again is where they uh, they probably need to get some more people. Right. Um, I want to shift gears to LSU baseball before we talk about the men's and women's basketball, and 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 your thoughts on this season. A lot of people believe this is going to be a team that should be Omaha bound. Um, uh, give me your thoughts on what you think this team, uh, the, the expectation of this team is this season. Well, I think this team expects to get back to Omaha. And, you know, it's, a, you, know, it, it's you know, you basically have lost your entire infield and just about your entire outfield and your, 
two of your top starting pitchers and your, your reliever who pitched the most innings, yet you're ranked number two in preseason in the country. I think about Baseball America. Why? Because he had a great recruiting class, and he added really key transfer pieces. Uh, there's one thing Jay Johnson, and I wrote about this, but he loves I mean, I bet. I mean, I remember he, when he first got here, he talked about how much he loved. I mean, almost every month of the year, looking at his roster, written down on, like on a notepad and see how he can adjust it, move it around, and what he can add. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the guy got, before the college, while the college world series was going on, he got three transfers. I mean, while, the, while it's going on, he pulls in three transfers, and all of them are, are, are key players. They'll, they'll play, and they'll, 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 they'll help. Uh, I, I think they can get a college world series. I mean, I, I think – and if they avoid a bunch of injuries, they they got better pitching than last year. I mean, the pitching is deeper. Uh, I just uh, I think he's got like seven right left-handers, like nine left-handers, and like sixteen or seventeen right-handers. Deep, deep, a deep pitching staff, uh, and and they got good position players. I mean that uh, I like this team. I, I think it'll be again. I mean, look, you're never going to see anything like like last year with, with that offense with yeah Dylan Cruz and bat in front of, right. <laughs> of Tommy White. That was mm-hmm. that wasn't fair. Uh, and then you had Paul Skeens on the mound. You could have, I mean, it got toward the end of the season last year where teams wouldn't even pitch their their, their their number one pitcher against Skeens because they just conceded they're going to lose to him. And, and and maybe we can you know they can win game two and. and and, and win the series over LSU. They just they just conceded sure. the first game almost. Schemes was so good, mm-hmm. but you know LSU's pitching got better later in the year. Guys who guys who you know weren't great earlier uh, in the year, you know, really came on. I mean, Thatcher Hurd in particular really came on right uh, at, at the end of the year and really helped LSU. But they added they added more pitching. I mean. Uh, you know, Hurd was a UCLA transfer, but they, they got another UCLA transfer this year, Gage Jump, which really mm-hmm. pitched well in in, in preseason. Uh, the Holman kid from Alabama, Alabama's number one starter last year. He's uh, he's moved over to LSU. He, he may be the LSU's number one starter. Uh, a kid from Xavier, uh, uh, a pitcher, uh, I think it was first name, let him lower. Uh, they, that, was, that was the first transfer that uh, – uh, Justin Lohr, uh, all Big East pitcher. That's the first transfer they pulled right. in, uh, and he he pitched yesterday. I think he threw three innings of no hit ball. Uh, shortstop in South Carolina, Michael Braswell. He'll start at the shortstop. Shortstop. Uh, they got uh, they got transfers that'll really help them, and they, plus they got they had a good freshman class last year. Some of them played uh, and played well, so they're excited. I think I think. I think everybody's kind of getting geared up for this thing already. They, they can't wait till baseball starts. I believe the season opener is a week from Friday, and I think they're, they're ready to roll, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Uh, let's talk some LSU men's basketball. I thought the, the game against Arkansas is probably the best game they had all season long, 95-74 to 74 win. LSU's now 12-9, 4-4 in the SEC. Uh, talk about what McMahon has been able to do this season. Well, I mean, he's been able to adjust, and, and he's not afraid to, you know, make moves and 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 really, you know, hurt feelings on his team because 
last last Saturday, uh, you know, he didn't he didn't start Jalen Cook, uh, the guy they waited for forever to get, right. to get eligible, transfer back mm-hmm. to Tulane. Uh, he's been he's been okay, good, but it has his weaknesses. Sometimes he dominates the ball a bit too much at point guard and and, and mm-hmm. takes really ill-advised shots. And the offense is kind of stagnant. So, uh, Dayton, he comes out and, and I, I, I give the man credit. He, he didn't start Cook. Uh, and LSU uh, moved the ball a lot better early. Uh, I mean, they they came out of the gate. This was, I mean, they hit their first 11 of 14 shots mm-hmm. because everybody was sharing the ball. The ball was moving. Uh, yep. you know, Trey Hannibal did a great job at point guard and, and, and and Cook's place, but by the time Cook got in, he played more settled. He played, and he scored, ended up scoring twenty, uh, mm-hmm. and he didn't have any turnovers really, hardly any turnovers, and it really helped him. I thought I, I didn't know how he would take that, um, you know, coming off the bench, but he produced, and that seemed like that was a really good formula that worked that they might they might stick with. Uh, mm-hmm. LSU's offense early in the year before Cook. Got got eligible. It was, it was a lot of movement, you know, a lot of cutting, a lot of picks, a lot of screens. And when Cook came, basically they just, you know, would do a high ball screen on top of the key and, and let, you know, let Cook, Cook operate off screens and, and see if they could penetrate and or, or kick it out. This one, the, the ball moved, and I think it, uh, as you saw, uh, and I, I'm still stunned how bad Arkansas is. I mean, they were picked the set right. second in the league this year, but. Uh, that was a really, really good game for LSU, and now they're, they're taking on the best team. Well, I think the best team in the league uh, in uh, Tennessee. Yep, Wednesday night. Yep. Um, how? And look, maybe this might be an unfair question, but how far do you think they can? Do you think they have a chance in the SEC tournament I mean, uh, to, 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 to upset? What, what do you? I mean, is this is just a work in progress here for McMahon to, to the next year and the following year? How? How good can they be? Look, a lot of people didn't think they were going to win, win many SEC games this year. They're four and four. They got a twelve and nine uh, record. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, the, 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 the toughest part of their schedule is ahead. That that's the you know that's the problem. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they lost some early SEC games, uh, one possession games that they really needed, uh, and so now it puts them up against the, you know uh, a, a finish. Where they're they playing the, the the toughest teams in the league. Uh, mm. they, they got Alabama. Uh, let's see, they got Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Florida, which just beat Kentucky, right. South Carolina, which is the surprise of the league, mm. and then yes. and they play Kentucky at home. Uh, you know that that's 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 the next one. That's the next one, two, three, four, five games. Right. Uh, they really all the top teams to, in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, they need they need to survive some of those games. They, they got to get mm-hmm. one or two somewhere. Uh, and uh, I mean, the two, the, the three on the road are Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, and the two, two at home are Alabama, set this Saturday, and Kentucky on mm-hmm. the twenty first. So uh, they they have to play perfect, but they got to shoot the ball really well, not turn it over. Uh, can they, uh, last year, I think they won. I think they won the, their first game in the, in the SEC tournament. Got got to the, mm-hmm. the second game. Uh, probably progress this year would not have to be have to, have to play on Wednesday night. Would be having to play right. the first game on Thursday night. That'll be progress this year. 
I, I, I really think. Uh, I just think the schedule's against them right now, coming down the stretch. Uh, but again, the way they and I, I've got taking crazy Arkansas didn't play great, but LSU looked like. It looked like they knew what they were doing. They looked like that the, the, the ball was being shared. It was moving. They were running an offense. Uh, and so you have a little hope there. You do. Yeah. I thought it was the best, I thought it was the best they played all year long. I mean, as a yeah, team. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. Like I said, they came out of the gate strong. And they mm-hmm. and they, yeah. uh, they kind of held, you know, really kept Arkansas arms length once they got mm-hmm. up like, you know, about 18 or 19, they kept kind of kept them there. I think LSU got like 25 or 26. I mean, they, they kept it, I mean, at arm's length. They didn't, they didn't fold. Uh, they held on, made plays in the stretch. So, yeah, it was a very good uh, very good Saturday in the, in the PMAC. Yep, no doubt. Especially, again, you talk about Kim Mulkey again with uh, blowing out Florida. Uh, your thoughts on, on the Lady Tigers? Uh, they are, uh, I think they're still a work in progress, but well, I think – what I saw yesterday, uh, it was uh, it was what you expect out of that team. And I mean, Florida's not a bad team, uh, but you know, uh, there's only 15 times in Ken's bulky 24-year career as a head coach that she's had multiple loss you know streaks, and so it doesn't happen very often. So uh, she's coming off her second one in LSU, and they they just really tattooed Florida, and they they played with uh, passion. Uh, they played hard the whole game. Uh, uh, you know, it, a lot of times this team has a tendency to get ahead and get sloppy. This team was focused all the way through. That's the one they really needed to play the rest of the way. Uh, uh, it, to get back to the Final Four, they're going to need the right draw. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they have deficiencies. I mean, their deficiency is being as their point guard plays shaky. And yesterday – uh, it was a lot better. Uh, Haley Van Lewis played really well. But she also played a lot of off guard when they put uh, last year Pover in the, in the point. So that kind of helped there. Uh, they have, you know, they only go too deep off the bench, and that's uh, that can be a problem once you get to the tournament. I mean, you got to have, uh, you got to have, you'd like to go eight or nine deep. This, this, this from the standpoint of uh, having fresh bodies and having fouls to give. I think that was a big, uh, a big, big reason they lost to South Carolina. Uh, I mean, I mean, like five minutes in the, first, in the second half, I think, I, I think LSU called a timeout. Carolina had scored a few times. I looked at the stat sheet in the second half, and I mean, from, at that point for the game, and Carolina starters only had two fouls, and LSU had like five or six already, and like mm-hmm. Carolina had like playing ten guys. LSU's playing like. Seven the most. The LSU didn't have enough fouls to give in the end, and Carolina, Carolina could turn up the aggression because they could. They had more players they could play with. They didn't care who fouled out. They had, they had more people they could put in. So LSU's going to have to. I don't know if they can find an, an, an eighth guy this baseball eighth woman this year. I don't think they will. Uh, you know, losing some eyes that really hurt them. Yes, uh, yeah, that, that really that, that really. If, if, if they would have her in this lineup, uh, I don't think there'd, there'd be that worry about depth. But there is mm-hmm. so. Yep. That that'll be the the thing to watch down the stretch is, uh, you know, how can she how can Mulkey cover up LSU's death problem, and how can she get the most out of her point guard position? Yep, I agree with you. 
Ron, thank you for the time. Congratulations once again on your induction to the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame in, in, in June. Uh, a, a, again, uh, a well-deserved honor. Tell the folks how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out all your great writing. Well, I'm on Twitter at Ron Higg. Uh, that's where I am on Twitter, or X as they call it now. I always track X. Shreveport Bossier Journal.com. You can read me there. It's a free website. And I also have my own website, bronhiggins.com. It's free. So uh, you uh, never have to pay to read me. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but you don't have to. <laughs> That's a good thing. There you go. Hey, Ron, thanks again. Congratulations. You know, we'll be talking long before, again, you get the induction. But, again, a well-deserved honor, my friend. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate your time as always. Ron Higgins, again, uh, again, uh, award-winning journalist and now going to be inducted into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a generator for your home or business, why go anywhere else? My friends at Burkhart are the experts. Jason Burkhart will come out to your home or your business, sit down and do a consultation. What he does is, again, he lays out, again, all everything you need to know about generators, okay? Um, They'll let you know, again, what generator will work for, again, your home, your business, considering uh, based on the size. Uh, and then if you've done the research, it's a pretty easy meeting because then at that point, again, you decide whether you want to finance that generator over time. Uh, and then you set up the dates on when Burkhardt can come out there and get the, get the job done because Burkhardt handles the entire process from planning to permits, inspections. All you decide is, again, if you want to finance that, that uh, generator, what type of generator you want. Burkhardt will do their best to give you, a, a, again, a single-day install. They have an emergency service available for you, maintenance service, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, and, of course, a warehouse with Generac generators ready to be installed in your home or your business right now. Uh, at Burkhardt, they give you a new install quality check after one month, which means what? That means, that, again, that one of their generator team members will come out, show you how to operate the system, and at Burkhardt, again, they are the experts. Right now, you get a Generac generator for less than $4 a day. It's less than the than cost of a cup of coffee. Skip one coffee, keep your power on when the power goes out in your neighborhood. Go with the pros. Go with the best. That's Burkhardt. Generated, Generac Generator Sales and Service. That's 8CPromise.com. That's 8CPromise.com. We'll be right back. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout, Jackson Hugh, yeah, from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you'll get your money back, plus a hundred bucks. Good afternoon, eastbound I-10 from I-610 to Downman. We are seeing about a seven-minute ride from Elysian Fields to the high-rise. Uh, seeing it slow also eastbound 610 from the split in Metairie across the high-rise. 15 minutes there, 18 minutes westbound Crescent City connection from the I-10 split to Terry Parkway. Three lanes blocked, I-10 west at LA-49. The right and two center lanes are now blocked at Williams Boulevard due to uh, mud spilled on the roadway. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Tonight, UNO basketball. UNO taking on Houston Christian University. That's, again, a 6.15 pregame right here on 106.1 FM. 6.30 uh, first tip with, again, the voice of UNO Athletics, uh, Jude Young. So, again, um, UNO bas- basketball tonight right here on 106.1 FM. Keep it right here, locked here. As always, and remember, don't forget about our sponsors, the great sponsors that, uh, that make this show possible. If you ever are looking for, again, to utilize our sponsors, can't remember for some reason, and why would you? You should remember them always, right? But if you can't, go to ericaster.com. There's a slideshow that sponsors sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about our sponsors right there for you at ericaster.com. I want to thank Ron Higgins for joining us in hour number one. Also, we talked a lot about what happened with the flooding uh, on um, on Saturday, if you missed any of that, you check it out on the podcast. It'll be up just after the program ends today. Coming up in hour number two, John Hedricks will join us talking Saints and Super Bowl. And Larry Holder will join us talking Super Bowl. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stay tuned. Now, come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Check us out on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. We're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. And, of course, our social media platforms. You can always catch our uh, podcast, copy of the TV show. Uh, Again, um, Strong Opinions. We like to promote our, our sponsors there as well. Uh, again, that's uh, at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show, and also um, on Threads and on Instagram. Of course, don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show, and you'll find that. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. 
Again, uh, Thursday, 1 o'clock, live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube channel. Then here come the rebroadcast. Set your DVR. You'll never, never miss the program. 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. at statewide. And, of course, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, and, of course, always on our social media platforms. Like it's Mardi Gras weekend. A lot of folks will be out to the parade. Set your DVR. Make sure you catch the program. That's all I, you know, again, that's all I ask. Set, set the DVR. You'll get it. You'll always catch the show. All right. Um, coming up in hour number two. As, uh, again, thanks to Ron Higgins for joining us in hour number one. John Henrich is just a couple minutes away uh, from uh, Saints News. We'll talk to him about uh, what's going on with the Saints, also the Super Bowl. Larry Holder will join us from The Athletic at 535, talking Super Bowl and the NFL. Uh, Pell's taking on Toronto tonight at the uh, at the Smoothie King Center, and then they go on their uh, Mardi Gras uh, on their Mardi Gras road trip. Um, Toronto's coming off, a, a, I think it's the last game of a six-game road trip for them. Um, so that they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be tired. There's no doubt about that. Um, but the Pels got to come up with a better effort than they did against San Antonio. You know, and that's why I was really frustrated with, with again, when, when in, in my monologue earlier today uh, about, about the Pels. Look, I, I love the way this team is playing at times. Um, I, I have high hopes still for the big three. Um, but you, you've got to be able to beat the elite and the best in the league to be the best. And you can't let a team like San Antonio hang around like they did, and, and you need a late uh, layup from Zion to win the game. And, and I'm hearing everybody going, oh, man, great to see Zion win the game. Come on, look. You allowed that team that's won 10 games this year, okay, to hang around and really to be leading you th- throughout, throughout the game. So... Um, I get it. It's the NBA. A lot of people say, well, the Pels are coming off their, their, their road, their road um, uh, swing, and that, that was part of the deal. Uh, you just you got to be better. Okay, you got to be better. And let me tell you, this, this road trip is going to be tough. You get Toronto, again, coming to the Smoothie King Center tonight. Then you're at the Clippers, which, again, they have not had any answer for the Clippers, at the Lakers, at Portland, at Memphis, uh, and then, of course, back um, uh, and then back in New Orleans on the 14th of February, which is the day after Mardi Gras. I'm no, no, sorry. Is that, is that, yeah, the day after Mardi Gras um, against Washington. Okay. And then um, um, so uh, we'll see how it plays out. But this is a big road trip for them. I mean, you got first of got Toronto coming in town. Then, then you've got the Clippers, the Lakers, Portland, Memphis. Uh, that'll be a nice gauge of, again, where you are. Okay, where you are in terms of again the um, uh, right now again the, the Clippers are 33 and 15, the Lakers 26 and 25, the Portland is 15 and 35, uh, Memphis 18 and 32. But again, Memphis has had the had the Pell's number. It's always tough for this team to play in Portland, and of course they'll have two days they'll have uh, a few days in Los Angeles with the Clippers and the Lakers. I, I just get worried again that they they lose their focus when they stay in L.A. too long. I mean, just that's just me. Okay, but again, the big one. Uh, look, you always want to beat the Lakers based on again the the, the history between those teams, but you got to prove you can beat the Clippers. Okay, because you haven't been able to do it. So we'll see again how that works out. All right, let's talk some Saints. We'll talk some, talk some Super Bowl. Uh, joining us in the program now again. Uh, I think he's done. Look, I, I I just think that he's done a great job. Period. Okay, um, I, I talked about him uh, during the training camp. 
and uh, and again his his uh, updates, which I thought were again for anyone that was not at training camp, uh, John Hendricks gave you a blow-by-blow detail of everything you needed to know. I mean, it was almost like, again, he painted the picture for you every day. Uh, he's done a great job, again, game-to-game uh, game covering this team as well. He's the lead reporter for Saints News. Also, again, as part of Brew Crew Media. Uh, he's John Hendricks. He joins us on the program now. John, how are you, bud? For having me, Eric, as always, I'm doing great, man. I hope you are, too. I am. I am. Uh, kids getting ready for Mardi Gras. You guys enjoying it? What? Yeah, trying to. Uh, if this weather would make up its mind, it would be really nice. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, I think it's just part of being in South Louisiana. you got to roll with the punches and whatever crazy uh, things Mother Nature brings you. Absolutely. Let's talk some stuff with some stuff. Before we get started, tell the folks about, where uh, again, uh, where, you, where you're writing, what you're doing with Boot Crew Media, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, and uh, if you just go to si.com slash NFL plus Saints, um, you know, we're still kicking and running. I know they had all that, that stuff that's going on with some of the, the colleagues there, but we're still kicking and, and all that. I'm on Twitter or X now at John J. Hendricks. It's Hendricks with the X, just like yep. Jimmy, uh, not like the Jim. And then so what we're looking at on Boot Crew Media is going to YouTube channels, all on Instagram, Pretty much anywhere. So Saints News or Boot Crew Media, if you go on all the major platforms, Instagram, Facebook, X, you're going to find us. And so check us out, subscribe, and give us some uh, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear. Yep. There you go. Hey, uh, first of all, Saints uh, expected uh, to, to name their offensive coordinator after the Super Bowl. It's been leaked out through uh, through um, uh, Adam Schefter. Again, uh, Clint Kubiak uh, expected to be the next uh, O.C., Give me your thoughts on that perspective hire. Well, look, I, I'd say, first of all, I'm, I'm glad that you this, this team went in a different direction, right? And, again, there was a lot of things, misinformation there about John Gruden. You know, I think that was probably more fan-driven than anything, just thinking that that was kind of, you know, thanks for doing all these interviews to distract everybody and pull the wool over everybody's eyes just to hire him. Look, I didn't never got the sense, never what I was told regarding that situation. But, you know, look, Clint Kubiak obviously has NFL ties, NFL experience, and that's really what you want. Um, I mean, you're looking at somebody who can come in here, obviously implement what his schemes and his technique is going to be. And, of course, that remains to be seen what the Saints and their identity is going to be. But, look, I think it's good to, to feel good about it. I mean, you're, you're a team that has just – let's call it for what it is, under a team for three years. you got to have a change. you got to mix it up. And so – Again, that's why Doug Marone is gone. They went in a different direction with Cody Burns. You know, he's as talented as they come, but they want something a little bit more experienced there. Still got a running backs coach to, to fill in. So I think this is just kind of one of the, the starting points. And, and the whole idea here is, okay, Clint, you're in charge of the offense. Dennis is going to be in charge of the defense. And that's really kind of the well-oiled machine that they want to worry about this season. And, you know, you're trying to maximize the talent you have in the running back room. You're trying to maximize Derek Carr. I think the offensive sure. line is probably the most important area that they got to address. And then, of course, you want to use the tight ends more. You want to use the receiving room a lot more, too. Um, do you think Kubiak is going to have input, or do you think he'll be the main guy that hires, again, offensive line coach, running back coach, off, uh, offensive assistant, and, and, of course, wide receiver coach? Well, I would imagine that, you know, you give him some, some authority that, 
you know, he's going to have some input there. And obviously it's DA staff. And so I would think that he's going to have a lot of input and again, want to work with guys that fit the mold um, and that are going to kind of buy into whatever he's trying to do. And so I think those are the type of things that you would look forward to. And look, I, I don't think there's this thing where you're going to have a power rift or anything like that. I think it's coming in here. He's a very intelligent person. Um, you know, let him do his thing. Obviously, you want to make sure that Dennis is cool with it and all the hires that they do. But, again, they're not hiring this guy on a, a whim. They're going to entrust him to do everything necessary to, to make sure that the Saints offense is going to be in a position to succeed, which they desperately need to make sure that they have the consistency, first of all, and then, obviously, look more like the team that they did down the stretch. John Hendricks, Saints News, Bucur Media with us. Uh, John, uh, what is the offense going to look like uh, under Kubiak? Well, now, again, he ran, a, he ran his dad's offense in Minnesota when he was the offensive coordinator. I think one of the reasons why, again, they, they've gone after him is he's part of that Shanahan tree. Obviously, he's got some pedigree, again, with his dad being a former NFL quarterback and head coach at multiple stops. What do you think this offense looks like under him next year? You know, look, I think you're going to see a lot more uh, creativity, variety. And the thing is, of course, he was uh, their passing game specialist, passing game coordinator. Again, that's the thing where you look at what he did with Brock Purdy and, and all the things that he was able to do. I think you're going to see things like more motion, more you know tools that are, are be able to use using your best players. I think it's going to be somebody that comes in here and it has a, a real feel for really, you know, just this offense and what he's going to be able to do. I don't want to say West Coast or anything like that. But, again, I think there's a lot of things that you come in that I would be excited about. More motion, more wrinkles, uh, attacking style offense, something that's going to be maybe zone heavy, you know, or just depending that's going to fit their, their scheme of what they want to try to do. And, and I think, it, obviously, it's, here's the vision. Here's the players we have. Do we need players that are going to support that or be able to execute that? Or do we need to change out some things? And so I think all of that's going to be at the table. But, you know, I think only we can be excited about trying to confuse, you know, mm -hmm. that's what's so good about the McVay tree or the Shanahan tree is right. you can get people off their game with just a half step of motion or something right. to get them off that. It just seems so simple. But yet, last, last year, we didn't see a lot of that. And so I think that's probably some of the biggest changes that you'll see a little bit more consistent looks from there. Do you think we'll see, again, um, with the offensive system in terms of the offensive line blocking schemes that we see at San Francisco that, that will be in New Orleans next year? Do you think that's, that, that's the direction they'll go? I think it's possible. Um, you know, I think that, again, a lot of things are on the table. For me, you know, uh, the only thing that matters is you got to get that offensive line to play much better. You know, you got to figure out what's going to happen with Andre Speed. Void years technically will become a free agent. Trevor Ping, I think, is the most important person that you got to figure out things with besides Ryan Ramchek. With obviously they they feel good about him returning. He feels good about returning and being able to play. Uh, but you know, look, I, I think obviously you're going to have to have some athleticism because that's kind of how that offense runs is you got some quick tempo. You're going to need some protection. You're going to need to have excellent blocking out in front. I think the Saints offensive line, when you get them out in space, they're some of the best offensive linemen that are and play this game. I mean, you get Eric McCoy out in front, Ruiz, Pete, you know, Hurst if it's him or any of those guys, Ramchek. I think that's kind of where you should probably look at and lean and go, and, and I could absolutely see that type of, of offense come into play or that offensive line style, 
you know, again, you don't want to say it's a, a, a carbon copy of the 49ers, but, you know, this is a copycat league. I think there's going to be some some wrinkles that you'll see that mm-hmm. they borrow from San Francisco, but at the same time, they're going to make it unique to themselves. And obviously he's going to be able to cut it loose and, and give his take and his perspective on what he wants to get done in New Orleans. Um, who do you think benefits the most on the offense from, from a Kubiak taking over? Is it a Derek Carr? Is it an Alvin Kamara? Is it the, uh, the, the wide receiving core? Or is it, again, the tight ends uh, because of how they utilize the tight ends? And then I would, I would also ask you, how do you think Taysom Hill is going to be utilized in this offense? Well, look, I think the one who benefits the most or who you hope to see benefits the most is Alvin Kamara. I just don't think that they've used him properly for the past few years. He really just hasn't been as effective as he has in the past. And, look, he caught more balls this year, right, And which is a good thing. But, you know, there was one game where he had 13 catches for, you know, minimal yards, right? I just think that you got to be able to use him to your strengths, use Kendra Miller to his strengths, use – Jamal Williams. I mean, that that should be in perfect harmony. And then you got a guy like Taysom. I think you look at him. Obviously, he's been a subject of speculation, potentially move on. But I think he's got a role on this team. And there's a lot of things that they can do with Taysom Hill. But I think the running back room is probably what I'm most excited to see. I think Derek Carr, being that he's been a veteran in this league and has been around, I think it's going to probably be something like a second nature to him. But, you know, you've got a lot of guys that have been around, but this wide receiving core, they want to get somebody who's got a lot more experience, especially on the pro level to gel. I think they stand to benefit a lot from them, and because that's a very, very young room, I think there's some veterans that might be on the horizon. I think Michael Thomas is out of here, um, and I think that they look at this offense, they're going to try to retool it and make it to where they have some players in place, a good core, a good foundation. There's just some tweaks that they might want to make on it. You, you, you kind of stole my thunder a bit. Uh, well, that was going to be my next question. The, the comings and goings, with the, with the salary cap the way it is and, and, and what they, again, how they have managed the cap, a lot of people think Lattimore may be gone, Kamara may be gone, Thomas may be gone. When you look at, at again, what, what they'd have to do in terms of eating dead money, how realistic is it to see, again, the Saints move on from some of these veterans? And if they do, other than Michael Thomas, do you think there'll be anyone else? Well, I think with Thomas, it's just one of those, you just can't have that, right? I mean, it's just a bad look when you have your player pretty much attacking somebody. And, and look, you know, the biggest thing I've learned about Mike is when he's not able to get on the field, he's going right. to look at, you know, those responsible and try to, to kind of shift the blame a little bit. And I understand it's, it's frustrating and such, but at the same time, you know, this, this locker room, it seems like they got a pretty clear message to end the season. And, you know, really, I think it's, if you're going to be on the ship, be on the ship. You know, as far as Thomas goes, even though, you know, when you look at the end-of-season interviews when everybody's packing up their locker, he was one player we didn't see. You know, Lattimore didn't talk to us a lot, you know. But I think right. if your thinking process is maybe I can get a guy like Isaac Yedem to, to play on level that he played last year to potentially be a guy for you that competes for the starting role, I think that's something that you look at. Um, but I think Thomas is obviously the biggest one. I think Jameis Winston is going to have a better opportunity in front of him. I think that Andres Pete, it's really going to be interesting to see. I, I know he's, um, you know, he was, he was their best offensive line last year, uh, lineman. Um, you know, if you trade Lattimore, mm-hmm. it's a little bit trickier. If you were to try to trade or move on from Kamara, it's a little bit trickier. But, you know, this team, the guys I like, you know, with Kamara, 
he just wants to win, right? And when you're not winning, when you're stuck in this pattern, especially after you got spoiled for years with Drew Brees and coming in as a rookie and, and putting all these playoff runs together, you know, you want to get that semblance back. So whatever's going to make him in that position, I, I think for sure. But, you know, there's probably going to be some surprise cuts. I think they would move on from a guy like Marcus May. This hasn't made the impact. This hasn't been available, really. Uh, I think that's an easy no-brainer for this team. And so – I think there's a lot more of those that are going to happen, um, you know, that, that think fans might just buckle up and say, hey, this, this is – embrace it and expect the unexpected. Steve Patton of, of Patton Analytics uh, named uh, Dennis Allen as the number one defensive play caller in the NFL this season. Your reaction? Look, I, I don't say that I'm surprised. Now, here's what I tell you. that I read Malcolm Jenkins' autobiography. This is a couple of months ago. He said Dennis Allen's the most brilliant defensive mind he's ever been around. And I know that says a lot, right? And, again, sure. I know people are in all these types of different ways, still all sorts of things. The man can coach a defense, right? I I, the only time that I really saw the big thing that didn't really appeal, appeal to me was against that Rams defense or Rams offense. You know, I think McVay got the best of him in mm -hmm. more ways than one. And so I, I think that he can dial up a scheme. He can do a lot of things. There's nuances from this defenses that, you know, if you really pay attention, there's some Buddy Ryan elements in there, the way they run their, their schemes. Mm -hmm. There's some a, a little bit of everything that he takes. And so, look, I think defensively he's a, one of the best coaches out there. I, I think the biggest question mark is he's got to be able to run the team too. So it, it's one yep. of those – the offense is something he doesn't need to worry about. The in-game management obviously needs to be a little bit better, but – you know, from a from a defensive standpoint, he's definitely one of the top minds out there. Look, I'm with you. I've always thought, again, defensively, again, uh, he's one of the best out there. But, again, he's the head coach. So do you give up those duties on something that, again, that he's one of the best at to be the head coach and do what a head coach has to do to be able to, again, be the CEO of the team? Or do you try to split those duties as Peyton did on the offensive side? And, uh, you know, again, at times I think he struggled, but uh, I don't think anybody doubts what his defensive mind is. I mean, we've seen this guy, again, grow as a defensive coordinator since he got here. Yeah, look, and I think you just look at the way this progress of the defense has made, and, and you go all the way back, and Eric, you know the days when Junior Gillette was around this team, and they had sure. Rob Ryan, and it was just mm -hmm. the wheels were off, the rails were off, everything was wrong with his defense. He came in as a senior defensive assistant or analyst, you know, um, and he ended up taking the reins, and he retooled that defense in 2016, he kept making adjustments. They kept making different types of movements. They got a Demario Davis, which I think has been easily the best free agent pickup they've had since, obviously, Drew Brees. And so mm -hmm. uh, you look at the way he's been able to, to kind of shape this defense. And you got players that teams didn't really want. You had the Janoris Jenkins, the Eli Apple. You had all these mm -hmm. players that just weren't where they needed to be. Even a guy like Jonathan Abram, a former first-round pick, a guy that was spent the time on the first uh, on the practice squad this year, he benefited a lot under Joe Woods and Marcus Robertson. But again, when you buy into a system, when you look at somebody like a Dennis Allen and the way he's able to coach and get these players to be able to be in a position to succeed, I, I just find it hard to believe that you know you don't have a, a better mind in the room right now. But you know, as a head coach. There's some things you got to learn and you got to get better. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the reality, I think this is, might be the last year to prove it. You got to produce a winning team that gets into the postseason 
to at least be sure that you stay around. I would agree. John, before we let you go, Super Bowl this weekend, who do you like and why? I, I can't take against the Chiefs. And here's why. It has nothing to do with Taylor Swift and all that saga. I really <laughs> love I really love what Steve Spagnola is doing with that defense. I don't mm-hmm. know for the life of me why the Ravens didn't run the football because Kansas City's not that great at the run. And so I think that's their big test is what they're going to be able to do against, you know, uh, obviously Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Samuel. But I think this defense is playing outstanding. And, of course, defense wins championship. I have not been sold on San Francisco. They limped mm-hmm. against the Packers. They limped against the Lions. Yeah, they came back to win. Brock Purdy does just enough to do be able to win football games. But I really just don't see the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. He gets everybody on a different level. I think it's going to be a close one, but I have to take the Chiefs because of the way – Steve Spagnola is calling defense. I, I'm surprised he's not really getting a lot of head coach consideration the way he's being able to do things right now. Yeah, some people think that, again, that uh, uh, Peyton jumped the gun on that one, that he, maybe he should have been a little more patient with Spagnola when, it, when he was suspended that year, came out and, and fired him in the you know as soon as he got back. But, we'll, you know, that's the story for another day. Hey, John, thanks for the time. Tell the folks once again how they can follow you on social media. I can check out all your great work. Yeah, appreciate the time as always, Eric. But, yeah, definitely on uh, the interwebs, si.com slash NFL slash Saints. Um, and then you can go on X or Twitter and look up at Saints News or follow me at John J. Hendricks, just like Jimmy. And then all the work at Boot Crew Media, YouTube, Instagram, and on Facebook. Appreciate it as always. Thank you, my friend. You and the family have a great Mardi Gras. We'll be talking soon. Thanks. You too, man. There he goes. Again, John Hendricks does a fantastic job covering the Saints. You need to check him out on social media and follow everything he does. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Remember, electrical work. That's right. They have electricians on staff. They're truly a one-stop shop for you now. So, again, you can trust Burkhart um, when it comes to air conditioning, heating system, generators. But now, again, electrical as well. From a simple uh, ceiling fan installation to upgrades to your electrical panel, installing that charger for your electric vehicle, Burkhardt can help. Burkhardt will be there for you. Ask about their comprehensive home safety inspection as well. If you're looking for help with electrical work, Burkhardt has you covered. Remember, acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, whether you need help with your air conditioning system, heating system, replacement, or repair. Maybe, again, you're looking to install that generator in your home or your business. So, again, the power goes out. Your power your power kicks in with that Generac generator. Uh, whether you need maintenance on that generator or a new, new install or, again, electrical work now. Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating is the place to go. That's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at nashfm1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com credit. Eastbound I-10 between Metairie Road and the Claiborne flyover. Traffic is crawling right now. Eastbound I-10, Kennedy downtown, taking 32 minutes, an 18-minute delay. Got an accident on 610 westbound at I-10. Left lane is blocked and westbound 610 through Metairie has taken about 12 minutes. 18-minute ride westbound I-10 Reed to the flyover and eastbound uh, I-10 between 610 and Downman still slow. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join our growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Thanks to John Hendricks for joining us on the program. Joining us now, as he does most every week, unless he's super, super busy, is my good friend Larry Holder of The Athletic. I've said it before. I'll say it again. you got to subscribe to The Athletic, hands down. I think the best publication out there when it comes to national, local sports. Great writers, that, again, that are covering our local sports teams, but also, again, some of the greatest writers in all of sports, right, for The Athletic. I love it. Again, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, check it out. And Larry Holder joins on the program now. Make sure when you do that, you subscribe under the Larry Holder byline so he gets credit. Larry, how are you, my friend? Eric, I'm good. Yeah, it's been a minute. Good, uh, good to talk to you again. Good to be back. Before we get started, tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe. Yep. Yeah, uh, look, how you, uh, how you described it is a, 
easily a, a good way to do it, but theathletic.com slash NFL. Uh, look, we, uh, uh, we're constantly running deals, uh, whether you subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, you could certainly bundle us with The New York Times as uh, we are the sports section of The New York Times. So uh, you could do that as well. And, I mean, we're, we're all over everything right now. You know, it's Super Bowl week, but, look, there's right. coaching changes happening mm-hmm. left and right. Uh, we, are, uh, we are on top of that and breaking the news now more than ever uh, at The Athletic. So uh, go, go check us all out. I agree. And let me tell you, folks, it comes right to your phone. Uh, I'm getting updates constantly from The Athletic. Again, if you're following The Athletic writers, you already know what's going on on social media. So, again, uh, I would uh, I would say, again, if you love sports, check out uh, check out The Athletic. Be a subscriber, but do it on Larry's byline so he gets the credit. All right, Larry, uh, for, I want to talk Saints with you, but let's start with Super Bowl. Your, your thoughts on Sunday's game uh, and, and, again, um, uh, for, let's first of all tell, take the, the the quarterback matchup in your opinion. Yeah, and uh, as uh, as most people who listen to our interviews know, uh, they know I'm going to be writing about Purdy versus Mahomes, and I'm yes, sir. <laughs> I'm neck deep. I'm neck deep in it already, and it's not like I haven't written about them all year. So uh, it's a familiar subject. But uh, uh, when you look at uh, what Brock Purdy has done through the season. It has certainly been better than what Patrick Mahomes has done during the regular season, at least. Postseason, Brock Purdy slowed down a little bit. You know, he's kind of had the scratch and claw his way uh, to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl, but he's done it. And I think that's, uh, that's a big credit to him. Remember, I mean, this is, you know, he's been a starter for a year and a half. He's been in the league. This is year two. So it's not like he's been there for a long time and he's been successful just about the rest of the way. As far as Mahomes, you look at him and some of the numbers and traditional and advanced metrics, regular season was his worst of his career. Now, that still made him like a top eight quarterback. (laughs) So, uh, you know, worse is relatively speaking when it comes to him, but uh, and his numbers have improved uh, a little bit in uh, the the postseason, but still not not the guy you're used to seeing, but he's played Mm -hmm. better. And I think that's a when you look at the overall scope uh, of the matchup, it's funny to see San Francisco favored, but I know, uh, and my pick's already in and been public since last week. I mean, the majority, the vast majority of the people are think, are, who are picking this game media-wise have, have right. picked the Chiefs. And so it, it's, mm-hmm. a funny, uh, it's a funny mix that Vegas still has San Francisco favored, but I would think the vast majority of people feel like that Kansas City is going to win the game. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the coaching changes, and, and let's talk specifically about what's going on here in New Orleans. And since we're talking about San Francisco and um, uh, the the uh, what has been said is going to be the hiring of, of Clint Kubiak as their offensive coordinator, uh, give me your thoughts on on that prospective hire. I think it's the best one of the bunch that of all the people that they were interviewing. I, I, I circled him and said, "Man, if they can get him, that would be the best guy." And Kudos to them for being able to do it. Uh, you know, I'm, and look, it's, but Kubiak, uh, in one way or another, the last few years, he's worked with similar quarterbacks to Derek Carr. I mean, you looked at, at Kirk Cousins, he's worked with him. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, Russell Wilson might not be the same, same uh, ilk, but, uh, you know, he's, uh, and he's worked with Brock Purdy. So it, it, to me, you're looking at pocket passer. Uh, and you, it's not like Kubiak hasn't worked with some dynamic receivers, so you can get creative with with some skill positions. 
well. So, but I think that, uh, in, you know, we, I know you've gone through the, the, the slew of names, uh, you know, over the sure. last few weeks. Uh, but no, I really think Kubiak is, uh, of anybody, look, that offense is dynamic. Uh, and if you can bring any sort of that to, to the Saints, that's a win. So yeah, I think of anybody you have, still a young guy for outside the building perspective, I thought that was, that was something that had to be done, like an outside perspective. And of course, he's going to be bringing in probably a, a slew of his own guys that he likes. So you're going to have kind of a new look. Uh, and I know Doug Marone's, uh, you know, he, he's on his way out. Uh, right. So you're going to kind of have a new look over there. Uh, I'm curious to see. It's just kind of a spinoff. I'm curious to see um, what his plan is for Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, if too. it involves that a ton or not, because uh, it's certainly a unique aspect when you come here. But uh, but still, look, I, of any of the guys, I, that to me, uh, I think that is a very good sign for the Saints. Uh, you know, it, I, and I, look. I'm sure you you would agree. They needed some shred of positivity, and I think that's yes. actually going to be a very good hire. No, I'm with you, and and I want to go back to to to, to Taysom because that's one of the big questions I had. I mean, is it going to be like a Januszak? How does he how does he utilize him again? We know again that offense uh, really used the tight end, uh, utilize the tight end. But look, it's a diverse offense. You've seen again from Debo Samuel to again, uh, uh, you know what they've been doing with Kittle, uh, you know their wide receiver position. You look at the running back position with McCaffrey. I mean, there's some some similarities again when you look at maybe some of the personnel in terms of type of players. Uh, but how do you think that, that he will approach the, the, the Saints team in terms of in terms of their offensive weapons? Yeah, look, you're going to want to use your speed guys. I mean, you're going to want to use Alave. You're going to want to use Shahid. I'm certain they're going to have to add some other pieces. We're all assuming that Mike Thomas is going to be gone. He probably, he really doesn't fit right. the profile anyway. Uh, you know, but you feel like you probably got some decent pieces at tight end you could use. And look, I, I would assume they're going to use Taysom. I mean, he's effective. Me too. A lot of times when you use him, so I, I think that's something that uh, you can certainly be unique. But uh, I also think that you got to be able to be uh, effective just playing traditional quarterback, wide receivers, running back. Like I, I know this is a toy we're talking about because it's pretty unique in New Orleans. But you got to be able to be effective just. Uh, you know, being a more traditional offense at times. And uh, you look at what San Francisco's done, uh, and it's not like they're rotating quarterbacks in and out. So, you know, they're right. successful with the pieces that they have. Uh, definitely the Saints don't have the same kind of pieces in terms of talent level as maybe San Francisco, but they have some pieces that they could probably use in the same mold. So, uh, you know, but, yeah, I think they do – and I think they're lucky that this this uh, this draft is pretty rich at wide receiver. So I think that right. that's a, that's something that maybe they look at. I'm not saying first round, but somewhere you mm-hmm. you probably can add a weapon somewhere. Uh, and I'm sure offensive line. I mean, it starts there. Eric. You know, it's got and to. you and offensive me have talked about it a ton. Yeah, yeah. It starts and again. It starts big man again. Right. Are, yeah. are you surprised that 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 uh, neither Kai Harley or Jeff Ireland uh, uh, got more than just one team kind of sniffing around him, and the fact that they didn't get, get did not get an offer? Not anymore. When you don't win enough, right? Don't come. True. Anymore. That's a great so, point. Yeah, I mean that's and that's uh, when you're. Uh, it goes back to when Sean Payton had a stable of assistant coaches. Those guys got hired. Guess what? Dennis Allen, his guys are getting fired. Like it's a different. It's a different 
scenario now. And, uh, you know, it, it's it, – it, it, you, you get these guys getting picked off when things are going well. Like Harry Fontenot, he got picked off uh, when things were going right. well. Like uh, right. other guys, like Ryan Pace, like, Ryan. like those guys. Right. Right. You know, this isn't – this is not the same thing. Now, Sean Payton, uh, uh, I know he uh, he he picked off a, a person in the scouting department, but, of course, Sean knows that guy, so that's a little, probably a little bit of a different story. But still, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, – if they saw winning again, maybe they'll come come knocking. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, it doesn't surprise me uh, because uh, things have slipped. Like, it's almost like they, they couldn't strike when the iron is hot, so they're, they're definitely not striking right now. Right, Cody Rago was the guy you were thinking about, um, right? And of course, it, there's, there's been a kind of a ton, now. There's kind of a uh, obviously a pipeline now between New Orleans and Denver, which is not surprising, right? Pete Carmichael getting hired. I'm sure that Marone's going to get a look. I mean, anybody that's fired or, or let go here in New Orleans, uh, again, I think Peyton's going to take a look at him. That, that includes players as well. Some believe that Michael Thomas will be in Denver next year. The least shocking thing I've seen all off season. I swear, in it Denver. <laughs> you should have bought a house there two years ago. I mean, it's just a sin, right? Uh, at least on a timeshare, something like that, right? Yeah. You know, but the, but still, yeah, I, that this doesn't surprise me. Now, uh, part of this is uh, at some point that that cupboard's going to run dry too. So you know, it's only going to happen for so long uh, with people coming, you know, New Orleans to to Denver. This might be kind of the last off season where you see that mm-hmm. and everything kind of. It's fresh, but yeah, the least surprising thing. I mean, we were talking about that when Sean left, and you know right. things were st- struggling. Like everybody, hey, yeah, of course Sean's going to hire. Sean hires all of his guys. He trusts them. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: it's not like Pete Carmichael got dumb. I just think maybe the job was a little bit over his head. And I would uh, agree. You know, look, go back to where he is, and uh, he certainly has had a very long, successful run uh, working with Sean Payton. So it's it's worked a lot of years. It just didn't work. Uh, by the end with Pete in New Orleans. I get the feeling that, that, that Pete is, getting much, is gaining more power in, in Denver as well right now. Uh, well, you, you covered more on a national stage. Do you get that vibe? Yeah, I think that the, the, especially because they've, he's been able to kind of see what's worked and what hasn't, and they're saying, okay, let's make some moves, a la what's going to happen with Russell Wilson. You know, he's probably not going to be a starting quarterback. For Denver, where do they go from here? Uh, definitely an intriguing prospect, uh, and yeah, like, and I think that's uh, part of it is that before Sean Payton, I mean, it's not like Denver did a great job of of managing talent, this, that, and the other. So yeah, I think Sean, uh, there, he's there, and look, he he did well enough with with the pieces that he had. Like, I didn't expect mm-hmm. that, uh, you me know, me, I, I didn't expect them to win the division. I thought they were more competitive. Uh, you know, yep. I thought maybe they could have snuck into the playoffs with him, but obviously it didn't work out with Russ, and so they're uh, they're they're starting kind of from square one a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I, I, it doesn't surprise me that uh, you, you know that I mean they brought him in for there for a reason is to build a Super Bowl winner, and they knew it was going to take a minute, like it wasn't going to happen right away. So yeah, uh, and you know Sean, he's going to be brash and make moves, and sure. I, I wouldn't none of this would surprise me if he makes some. Pretty bold moves this offseason either. Well, I would agree. I, I, a lot of people believe he's going to try to make a move for Taysom Hill. I wouldn't, wouldn't that surprise me. Again, the, the cap hit would be enormous for them, but it wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me in the least uh, if that happens. Uh, are you surprised Belichick did not get a job? A little bit, just in the sense that I thought Atlanta would would be it. Like, I didn't. I, I did, have, too. 
I thought yeah, they. I I, is it, do you think it's because he wanted too much power? No doubt. There's no doubt. And it, mm-hmm. it, here's the thing: it's probably going to be good for him because, and and he can have a fresh scope of 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 what could happen next year. Everybody's looking and watching what's going on in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Jerry's going to make another run, he hired Parcells. If he doesn't like Mike McCarthy, why don't he just go hire, uh, you know, Bill Belichick? And so, right. you know, obviously that would be it would be like the same thing. You'd wonder how would, how would it work with Peyton if he would went there? How would it work with Belichick? But I I think he, uh, you know, that would be a spot. But yeah, it's probably in the long run for him. It's probably a good thing just because man. You're doing something for so long with one team, and then you jump into another. Uh, you know, right. you know I, I think that uh, that maybe, like I said, in the long run, this might be best for him. But look, I don't blame Atlanta. Like they trust what Terry Fontenot's brought in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, here and it's it's not like uh, look, Ryan Nielsen. They didn't fire him. I mean, he got, went out and got another job. They knew they were going to hire right. a, a defensive guy, but. You know, they got better on defense, and the pieces they got, I thought they did well. I just think Arthur mm-hmm. Smith didn't didn't do well enough putting it all together. I mean, quarterback is a huge thing. I mean, I get it. But Absolutely. still, uh, you know, but still, you look at it, and I think that uh, they didn't want Bill coming in and, and doing this, and they like what Terry did. And so uh, once that thing uh, went sideways, everything else was kind of by the wayside at that point. Yeah. I got about two minutes, but it might be an unfair question for two minutes. But out of all the teams that made changes in the off season, who do you think did the best job of again of, uh, of bringing in a new head coach? Chargers. I like the Harbaugh hire there. They yeah, needed something, and mm-hmm. it's not like he left the NFL and they were bad. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, it, he was still good. And so it's. Uh, I think that's something that he could come down there and and kind of bring a big a bit of a culture shock. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I like the Harbaugh hire with the Chargers. They got, a, they certainly got quarterback. Uh, you know, they you want to, you got to make some moves defensively to get that that unit side of the ball better. But yeah, I think the Chargers, tough division, obviously. Look, that's mm-hmm. a wild division, man. Coaches, yep. Harbaugh, Peyton, Andy yeah. Reid. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and and then uh, look, Antonio Pierce. I think that was a smart move there. But no, I think Harbaugh. I like that hire the best. You know, I know you wrote a little bit about the Senior Bowl last week. Uh, Michael Pratt did really well in the practice, not so much in the game. Uh, how do you think he helped his draft stock? Dane doesn't matter. Oh, don't pay attention to that. No, I, I think he did that. help his draft stock. Yeah, I, th- I do think he helped his draft stock. So, uh, you know, it's, he's definitely uh, uh, more of a prototype quarterback, which mm-hmm. a lot of teams are looking for. I mean, you've got to uh, – so it's uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what, uh, you know, what, what some of our draft gurus at the Athletic, I mean, we're all over it, so right. be on the lookout there. But still, yeah, I, th- I definitely think he, he – people were high on him going in, and I think they just mm-hmm. solidified or made, made things a little bit better for him. So, yeah, it's a uh, – you know, mid look, I like mid-round for him, so I'll mm-hmm. be curious to see uh, if, if that improves along the way. Yeah, we'll see what happens at the Combine, no doubt about it. Look, thanks as always, Larry, for your time. Hope you and your family have a great Mardi Gras. Tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, and how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Uh, at Larry Holder on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And, of course, look, theathletic.com slash NFL. If you're looking for Super Bowl, you're looking for off-season moves, you're looking for draft, uh, you know, after the season's over, I'm gonna I'm gonna be part of our team diving neck deep into free agency across the league. It's gonna be 
all over the map. And, of course, uh, every other sport, you name it, we'll be all over it. Uh, March Madness is coming. Uh, like, if you're following soccer, I mean, you want it, uh, right. we got it. So it's uh, tennis, golf, uh, you name it, college football, whatever. We got it all. That's why we're the sports section of the New York Times, uh, theathletic.com. Beautiful. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate the time, bud. We'll check in with you. Uh, I'll be off next week. We'll check in with you for the following week. You got it, Ian. Good talking to you, buddy. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, we'll be off on Lundy Gras. So, all right, folks, don't forget about Burkhart. Nothing's more important to Bur- Burkhart than your family's comfort and safety. That's why they have 15 trucks in the field. That's why, again, they originated the 30-minute courtesy call. That's why those Nate certified technicians do only the work that's necessary. Why well, I always say they'll never gouge you or cheat you. If you're not happy with the service you're getting with your current company, call my friends at Burkhart. They treated me right for 30 years. I promise you they'll treat you right. Whether it's a rec- electrical repairs, generator, maybe, again, you need uh, help with your air your heating system. Maybe you need again a replacement for air conditioning heating system. Uh, and remember, Burkhart will do everything they can to repair your system. But if a replacement is necessary, they got top brands out there like like a Mana that again you can you can uh, install in your home. Uh, they're there to help. Now, just like always, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. At Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Aberfield. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meat Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. After the car wreck, people sometimes come up to us and say, I need your help, but I'm just not the suing type. Believe me, at Dudley DeBosier, we get it. 
But ask yourself this, do you want to be taken advantage of by the insurance company? Or do you want to get what's fair, what you and your family really deserve? The choice is easy, and it doesn't cost you anything to see if we can help. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15717. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. Seeing it slow eastbound I-10, Kennedy downtown, 34 minutes, a 20-minute delay. Slow between West End and the Claiborne flyover. Nine-minute ride westbound 610 New Orleans east to Metairie. Left lane is blocked on westbound 610 at I-10 Metairie exit. Also eastbound 610 Metairie to New Orleans east. It's looking like about a 10-minute ride westbound I-10. Read to the flyover, 18 minutes. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and cremation service traffic center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Remember, the podcast is usually up between 15 and 30 minutes after our show ends. You missed any of the, the program. During the first hour, we talked about the flooding in the city. John Hendricks, want to thank his, him for his time. Ron Higgins, also, again, Larry Holder. I want to thank you for listening to the program. I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for slides for the sponsors sponsor our program. And, of course, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Take you right to their website. Everything you know about those sponsors right there at ericasher.com. Thank you for the support of our sponsors. And, of course, thanks to the support of our sponsors. We appreciate them uh, supporting our program. All right. Uh, thanks to Rudy back at studio. Coming up next, uh, again, we'll have a short musical interlude. And then it's uh, Houston Christian at UNO taking on the privateers in basketball. 6.15 pregame. 6.30 first tip with uh, my good friend Jude Young behind the mic. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor, and all those on the football side of Airline Drive, they all got to go.